Hello and welcome. My name is Gabriella Ranka and this is the Living Mind podcast series. I'm going to be speaking to Mayu Katioka. Mayu is a certified forest therapy guide and photographer. Originally from Japan, Mayu moved to Sydney in 2003 after falling in love with Australia when working as a volunteer for the Sydney 2000 Olympic Games. Over the past 10 years, the path of Mayu's tree and nature photography has led her to a new career as a forest therapy guide, where she offers therapeutic and mindfulness nature walks to a range of people and organizations. I hope you enjoy this podcast episode. Mayu, thank you so much for coming today. Thank you for having me on the, the podcast. So good to see you. Good to see you too. So, Mayu, can you just explain about forest bathing and what got you interested in that and and using it as a therapy for people? Yeah, um, forest bathing is a Japanese way of practicing walking slowly in nature using your all senses. So it's quite different from bushwalk. We, ca- we call it Shin Winyoku, the word composed from three different characters. Shin means forest, Rin means woods, and Yoku means bathing, as you go for sunbathing or moonlight bathing in a full moon night. Now, Shin Winyoku is uh, uh, very different from bushwalk because bushwalk is you just go from one place to another, from A to B. So you always have a purpose to walk. Shinrin-yoku, you can stay in one place, for example, you don't really have to walk that far. So gaining distance is not for the purpose. To be in that moment, to suck everything, immersing the environment right now, to experience, to feel what's happening in the forest. And that is very mindful exercise. Um, so if you walk slowly to try to develop your curiosity to look closer to the plant or to find out something that you normally don't discover and this walk is really relaxing your mind and slow down everything so that's everyone goes say I go to bush walk all the time but with that intention is walk, walk. And you sweat a little bit, maybe you feel good, you feel so refreshing. But forest bathing is more into yourself, back to yourself with the help of nature. Okay, so it's yeah. really a, something more like an internal exercise. It's more internal you, exercise. You, you go inside and yeah. you really just experience the moment mm. surrounded by nature. Yes. And just being present. And when I, when you're present, are you present with your thoughts? Are you present with your senses? Or is it different exercises that you do? Mm. Because the forest bathing, you need to use all senses. Mm. So you see, you hear, you listen, you smell, and you can touch, and you taste of the forest. So these senses will help you to get your all senses in you. The forest is guiding you by giving you those information and then you start aligning with yourself with this element. So if you don't slow down, you don't get that experience, but because you slow down and just focusing on maybe one sound, normally sound from your ears, but sometimes try to catch the sound from using your back, you know, because there's sounds everywhere. 
So these surroundings area, you just soak into the environment. Mm. Mm. That is in, oh, when you say that, when you say like that about information, like mm. the forest is giving you so much information mm -hmm. because it sounds, because it smells, because it, it is aliving, aliving your senses, like bringing you a life because of like your deep breathing outside, yeah. like the fresh air and the sound of birds mm -hmm. and the freshness of the plants and, you know, the rustle of little animals. Yeah. There's so much really going on in the forest. It is. It's, it's, well, it's just alive. It it's, is it's, alive. And it brings your senses alive and really it sounds like the practice of bringing those senses alive and, and observing them and mm. experiencing them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Exactly. So you start developing a connection with them, which I cannot really describe it well, but sometimes, because I often go to the bush for photograph trees and plants, as you, you know, studying about the trees, suddenly you start feeling um, interesting connection with you and trees as if the friendship's been there for a long time. So you start feeling about the trees and maybe tree is giving you some messages, I don't know, but when you look up you see another life there. So these, you know, circling. So you are here, nature is there, other elements in nature are there and it's all in one. Mm. Mm. Yeah, right. Mm. Yeah. So what is it about that that was personally attractive to you? Because it's simple, mm. forest will be your coach or your guidance. Um, you don't really need to anything but just being in the forest and all of a sudden you start realizing so relaxing. And why? Because um, we used to live in the nature, you know, all the time, ancient time, and nature is home. So going back to nature is to me is going back home. So if you go outside of the home, if you don't come back home, it'll be problem. Same thing. So every time you go out, you back to yourself. You go outside, you're back to where you belong to. And to me, nature is our home. That's why I think um, to being at home as a therapy is, is wonderful. It's very simple, the very basic things for us. Yeah, mm. no, and I agree. And mm. I just feel that I struggle so often that we are removed from nature mm. too much in our lives. And you have to like make this effort to connect with nature yeah. instead of it just being your everyday mm. experience mm -hmm. uh, unless you you have to like make an effort to yes. be a part of nature yeah. and to do practices such as forest bathing instead of yes. living a life all day every day like that exactly. and when you do return to nature it is so uplifting it and is. it's so enjoyable yes. and you feel that feeling of that oneness and connection and and you just yeah feel that joy and peace mm. and all the good stuff exactly <laughs> that we try and get from other mediums like you know the media or TV or you know which is like escapism mm. um, because we're not experiencing that joy mm. and mm. not to say you can't be entertained by those things but 
you don't need it when you just feel good all the time. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. All these man-made sound yeah. or things is good sometimes but most of the time it's confusing very confusing a lot of voices a lot of informations you cannot really digest it really well but in the forest there are always simple sounds simple messages which is tuning with your vibration and you start feeling oh this is nice that's so true like confusing would be the that's that's the word really mm confusing because it's so it's conflicting mm -hmm. there's all these you know and it's all since we've got so much global information now yes. and it's we're just being bombarded like you really have to make sure you step away from it and yeah. not engage in it mm -hmm. too much because it it's it's crazy <laughs> it is crazy it drives you crazy yes. yeah so once you're in the forest you breathe with the pace of the forest breathing so they breathe together and it's, mm. you don't really think much because your body knows exactly intuitively ah we are home yeah yeah it is it's just instinct mm. yeah. you feel that way yes. yeah you know yeah. you just know uh it is it's kind of like words can't describe it it's mm. like any kind of practice that's you know, reaches your heart and your soul. It's mm. like it's beyond intellect, so it's not really the experience. It's yeah. just the experience. So, yes. maybe what is the history mm. of, uh, how do you say it again? Shirin Yoku? Shirin Yoku. Shirin Yoku. Yeah, Shirin Yoku. The yeah. word of uh, Shirin Yoku was coined in 1982 by the director of a Japanese forestry agency, Mr. Akiyama. We all know that we feel good in the nature, but no one could tell why we feel so relaxing. And then number of scientists and other countries around the world, they start um, doing a study on people to investigate the physiological and psychological benefit of nature on human health and well-being. So that was just happened recently after 1990 and the first test was conducted in Japan, one of the big island called Yakushima, where we believe that there is an ancient forest in there. So they have some subject people to test and then they check the stress hormone cortisol of, from the saliva of the subject before and after walk. So since then, um, there's so many studies being done in a different forest in Japan and other countries. And 2003, the guy called Professor Miyazaki, he's a Japanese guy, who's been studying the benefit of Shinrin-yoku, has offered Shinrin-yoku as a therapy first time in the world. Because by the time they have enough data, scientifically proven data, and that data shows enormous um, outcome from the subject. So, for example, um, enhancing weakened immune system, increasing relaxation um, mood, reducing stress levels and anxiety, but improve the quality of sleep. Those data, based on this data, he said, well, this can be a, a therapy, uh, could be a not alternative, but one of the, the therapy to complementary. enhance yeah, complementary yeah. therapy to enhance uh, humans' health and well-being. 
And what kind of doctor was he? Or a psychologist or a medical doctor? He's a bit of both. Okay. Yeah. 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 Interesting. It's very interesting. And so the research really reflected mm. how good this is. It's funny though that you have to have a scientific yes. research to tell us <laughs> that. But it's almost like people people want that kind of evidence based knowledge it to is. be convinced. Mm. Oh, go to nature and feel better. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> So then they start realizing why we feel so good in nature because of this data and some of the essence in the forest like phytoncide, which is a chemical that tree or plant produce to protect from fungus or insect attack. When you go to the forest you start smelling some forest aroma and that is the chemical produced from the trees and plant because they talk to each other through the root system and to protect from these fungus attack. They swap the information. And we human take a smell of that phytoncide. Once the phytoncide in our body, it enhances one of the cells called NK cell, natural killer cell. They active that cell, which is really important to fight with lot of uh, stress-related diseases. So that was also um, proven by the test. And then, hey, phytoncide is an amazing effect on our body. And also near the water or waterfall, there's um, minus, uh, sorry, negative ions that also, you know, increase your relaxation, physiological relaxation. Mm. So these negative air ion and phytoncide, those binding together to give us a lot of um, good health benefits. Wow, that's really, mm. that's amazing. Mm. And, um, that level of research is fascinating. It is. Yeah, to even, because then you're understanding the natural world better as yeah. well by knowing what they're actually what what the forest is actually doing yeah. for for the health of the forest yes and yeah the root system and um, interchanging information mm. fascinating yeah. that's um, incredible it is I'd love to read one of those studies I just find that kind of information really exciting to I know I have a book called um, the hidden story of trees. I can lend it to you if you want to yeah, read it. Yeah, Hidden Story of Trees, I'd <laughs> yeah. love to, gosh. Yes. Hidden Life of Trees. Sorry. Hidden Life, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. No, someone else has told me, I've definitely heard that before about mm. the group, but I've never looked into it. Mm. It would be lovely to really understand trees and plants and yeah. um, I myself suffer with like a lack of green finger, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> especially my indoor plants, yeah. sometimes they just don't look well and I really try hard yeah. to, to bring them back to life, but I don't feel like I have a natural green thumb, green finger, mm. but I do, um, I mean I do love, I love a garden, I love a wild garden, which I'm lucky to have. You have a beautiful garden. Yeah. yeah. A beautiful wild garden. That, yeah. Because I love that it's um it's kind of free yes and it grows in its own way and mm. pattern mm-hmm. and observing that as well mm. and i always find it interesting when i walk past people that have very trimmed hedges and mm-hmm. everything's like perfect mm-hmm. it's like wow okay that's that's different it's very different <laughs> let them communicate together and let them build whatever you know they can because um all plants they live, automate their life whenever they are given to grow. 
So if we too much care about surroundings, they start losing that you know freedom or mm. you know, ability health. Health yeah. too. So let yeah. them grow wild is the best way. Oh wow, yeah. <laughs> yes. um, it's just beautiful to be in I find a beautiful wild forest yeah. or rainforest, all mm. those kind of things. I just makes me very excited and yeah. happy. <laughs> <laughs> I actually I went to Bellingen, I went to the Dorigo rainforest. Oh, yeah, last year. Nice. I've never been before and uh, it's here actually on my birthday last year. Oh. And after about twenty minutes walking through it. I turned around to my son and I was like, I'm having the best birthday. This is so much fun. It's like a three-hour walk. I'm yeah. 20 minutes in. I was so excited. I was just happy to Wonderful. be in this, you know, with the canopy, yeah. this incredibly natural, ancient mm. place of beauty mm. and waterfalls. It's just magic. Yes. Magical. Yeah. It does. And it feels magical and it feels like home. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's just... Um, yeah, I need to find a way to get back there. <laughs> but so maybe something that I practice a lot is mindfulness. Mm. And I know we've touched on that a little bit about how forest bathing mm-hmm. is connected to mindfulness. But do you want to explain yeah. a little bit more about that connection and yeah. what, what mindfulness is in forest bathing? Yeah, um, to me, mindfulness is to be present, being in the moment by understanding and feeling what's happening around you, what's happening inside of you. Um, I want to talk about uh, one word called yuragi. This is a Japanese word. Yuragi is a sound or could be in a motion. Now, yuragi translated in English as fluctuation. So when the tree branches or leaves just moves by the wind, that kind of movement, or the sound of the water, or the way the candlelight moves, or the bird tweeting, there is a certain vibration of frequencies in this that nature creates, rhythm. We have the same uragi rhythm in our body. The way you blinks, the internal organ moves open, close, you know, breathe in, breathe out, the way the blood flows in your body, they're uragi. So uragi inside of you and uragi from the nature, they synchronize together. Then you, you can really feel unbelievable sense of uh, calmness. Mm. And you don't really have to sit down, but you can even standing up and just looking up seeing these motions or listening this sound instantly relaxes your mind and you start feeling a pure joy of being there Mm. and that's really important to me because if you don't feel any joy of being there whatever you do without joy life is so boring yes yes so joy of awareing where you are and understanding what's happening in that moment in the forest i think that's a real mindfulness to me to enhance this experience to the people i encourage to um, chi breathing chi means energy Mm -hmm. so in another words just a deep breathing but focusing on one point of the body 
and just totally you let go with the breathing. But while you are doing exercise, you always subconsciously catching the information from outside, but still information coming to you, but still you are very calm. It's not like a TV information or radio information makes your brain really chaotic, mm. but the sound in nature is aligning and helps you to breathe better, helps you to focus better. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Mm. Yeah, so there's huge benefits to doing that practice yes. in nature. Mm. You get far deeper benefits. And yeah and far more understanding about that connection mm. yeah about frequency and yeah. vibration and also you can touch some plant or trees to compare the difference of the temperature you'll be amazed how oh, this tree is colder than that tree or these trees are warmer than that trees or finding out some um, interesting pattern of the leaves mm. or the flowers these are there all the time, but your eyes and mind are not just focusing on it. Mm -hmm. So once you develop your curiosity to touch, feel it, and discover, it also gives you a joy. Mm. So it gives you another level of a connection with the nature. Definitely, mm. definitely. So maybe what would be, so yeah, um, I mean, Western culture, we are separated from nature. I know mm. we've discussed that, but how could we connect? What would you suggest on a daily basis if you, yeah, to make that connection with nature? Do you have any tips on how to be more present with nature? Or, I don't know, if you can get five minutes of taking your shoe, shoes mm. off and walking on the ground. Like, That's a great way yeah, of connecting yeah. with nature. Yeah. yeah having a pot of plant in your room mm. or if you're working have a little green in office space or having some favorite nature photos or paintings mm. have something green greens has also um, um, effect of uh, relax relaxation relaxing your mind yes yeah 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 I think, mm. yeah, just having that, I always try to find something. Mm. I mean, I'm very lucky because I live on a ground floor flat and I can yeah. move, walk outside to yeah. the garden and I feel connected quite quickly. Yes. Um, but I know for people, I always wonder about people that live in, you know, high rises and you can't even maybe get a sense of what the outdoors is like mm -hmm. and then you go out on the ground floor and, yeah, yeah I, I feel... Um, yeah, I don't know how people live like that personally, yeah. but I just have to find that way to always be connected and yeah, and yeah plant indoor plants are good. Yeah, yeah indoor plants, um, it's really good. Yes. Um, if there is a park nearby, mm. you can always take a walk. You can just sit down on the grass or sit on the bench and just mm. look up trees or, you know, yeah. listen to birds. Yes. Enjoy the sun on your on your skin or feel the nice breeze. Mm. You know what I find funny is how we and like I just said before about how it's like then this activity that we have to go and do instead yeah. of it just being Exactly. Just being that, yeah, yeah, just being like yeah. just being part of it and that's yes. how all indigenous cultures live and still some mm. of them are fortunate enough to live like and mm -hmm. be sustainable and just be in the whole 
cycle and of yeah. life with nature. Yeah. And in our culture, we have to find ways to exactly. remember who we are yeah. and come out of the mind because, yes. you know, I, I just find that, you know, and that's why I'm such an advocate for mindfulness because I feel like we live in the intellect so much mm-hmm. and that's where all the mental illness is. And if you live in that space, which just seems very valuable, yeah. the intellect is it's like the highest value in our yeah. culture. And it's just not mm. that, that valuable to being a human being. It's mm-hmm. only one aspect. It's yes. mind, body, spirit, and all of them have to be aligned and supported yeah. and helped. And, um, and I really think, you know, doing something, practicing mm. forest bathing is definitely one key to connecting all mm. the time and knowing who you are and being a part of who you yeah. are. Yeah, slowing down. Slowing down is the yeah. first step. <laughs> yeah, calm, being calm, yes. slowing down, and just um, just feeling that joy yeah. and feeling happy that you're alive. Yeah, which can be, you know, something that people struggle with because mm. of anxiety and depression mm-hmm. and working in an office and all the staleness around that kind of life yeah. style yeah. Um, so important so Indeed. important just to come back to self and and it realize is. who you are and yeah because yeah. we're constantly mind are busy to look for something our energy is always for something outside but at the end of the day if you don't bring that energy back into yourself you keep you know providing providing and go outside and your home is empty. Yes. So to fill up the essence of your home is to go into the nature. Doesn't matter which forest you go, as long as you're surrounded by some wood and green, greenery scene, that will help you to come back. Mm. Mm. That's such a good analogy, like you spend it, yeah, spending it outside mm. and not yeah, filling it up yes. in, inside. You've mm. got to fill yourself up and only yeah. through these kind of practices can mm. you really attain that fulfillment. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just not going to be out there. It's not going to be in the external. It's always going to come from the heart and the soul yeah. and your internal world. Yes. So Mayu, what would people expect if they came to a forest bathing therapy walk? Is that what you'd call it? Yeah, yeah. Um, Shinrin Yoku walk or forest bathing or forest walk. Um, they, will, uh, they will learn how to connect with nature through um, some activities that I provide. Once you know it, you can do it by yourself. You don't need me, probably. (laughs) But they will start understanding a different level of connecting with nature. Um, And, yeah, how to connect nature is is, um, an important thing through the walk. And back to yourself. um, Slowing down and... You get experience a little, little bit more um, Japanese culture as well because at the end of the walk I provide uh, Japanese tea and snacks so you enjoy um, the culture things after the walk. Uh, that's that's much yeah. about it. Yeah. yeah, so it's really a, uh, the walk and then it's like a cultural experience as mm. well as a, 
mindfulness experience, a therapeutic yes. experience. Yeah. It's a few of these things. And how long do you normally go on those walks for? Uh, usually three walk, uh, three hours. Three hours. Yep. And yes, including with tea and snack at the end. Yeah. So it's a good three hours. Yeah. We can believe that how fast uh, time goes. Yeah. <laughs> And um, you do them around Sydney or do you yeah. go anywhere? Yeah, around Sydney at yeah. the moment, yes. Yeah, great. Yeah. Oh, that sounds fantastic. Yeah. I'll have to come along. Please do. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to take you some of the yeah. beautiful forest. Well, we could go and do, should we do a demonstration now? What's the time? What do you think? Should we go yeah. over to the bush reserve? That would be wonderful. Yeah, it's, yeah. Kind of, it's kind of clearing up. Yes. I think we could do that. Yeah. Okay, okay. All right. let's do Let's it. go. <laughs>